Welcome to Let's Kick It, the best part of your week. And my name is Cody Drew. And guess what? Let's kick it. Let's kick it. Let's kick it. Turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. It's Friday night, what you gonna do? Ain't got no worries, what's the new move? Meet me at the spot, yeah, come through, yeah, let's make this function live. Yeah, let's kick it, kick it, kick it, yeah, let's kick it, kick it. Hey, welcome to Let's Kick It. I'm your host, Coach Drew, and I want to stop and take our time and just kick it with y'all for a minute. A lot of big things has been happening in the sneaker news, as well as, you know, in fashion news. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. I'm not going to waste any of your time. Let's go right into it. First of all, we're going to talk about the Kyrie 8s. Yes, everybody's been watching and waiting for the new Kyrie 8s. After Kyrie 7s has came out, they look amazing in many different colorways. And I'm saying every single one of those colorways for the Kyrie 7 has been absolute fire. So, just like everybody else, every other sneakerhead that's preparing right now and every other basketball player that's sitting around preparing for their school events, they're sitting waiting for the Kyrie 8. But Kyrie Irving himself has said that the Kyrie 8 are going to be trash. Yes. And I'm not talking like uh, the, like the craters where they were made out of recycled material or the executor air mags where they had different materials that they put together. No, he's saying that they are going to be trash. They're boobs. They're, they're, they're awful. Whichever way that you want to put it. He is not standing behind it at all. As a matter of fact, it's kind of funny. They were they did release a couple of shots of the the upcoming Kyrie Eight, and they absolutely look horrible. I is it's it's kind of like the Kyrie Six and the Kyrie Three, where pieces of it were put together, but not all the cool pieces, the others, and so it's just it it's a bad version. It's it's a bad version. It's a bad look. Now, Kyrie Irving said that he really had no say in putting together the sneaker and or he didn't even have say in the actual release or, or when the sneaker was coming out. So, I'm not saying that he's the first athlete to ever have sneakers come out that dropped, that that bared his name, that he wasn't happy with. Because remember, LeBron wasn't happy with a couple soldiers that had dropped. And, and I can understand why I saw those. And, you know, but with this... This right here, this is his signature shoe. This is not like one of the off, you know, saying the off versions of the shoe that they usually comes out where they have like a second or third version, like the soldiers or the witness that you would see with uh, LeBron. No, this was the actual name of the shoe. So my thought process is, what is Nike doing? Are they opening up the door for Kyrie to move on? Or was this just a huge misstep on their part? We have to stay, wait, and find out. But hands down, right now, I'm going to tell you the truth. Kyrie 8s are marked off of my list for definite shoes that I'm looking to grab. Yes, you heard it first. Kyrie 8s are pure trash. Now, I want to go ahead and jump into the next story. P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker, yes, the shoe god of the NBA. If you, Whoever doesn't know P.J. Tucker... Let me go ahead and explain. P.J. Tucker has just about every shoe, every grail shoe that you could think of, and he already has it. He is pretty much the shoe god. 
you go to him for shoes. Not, I'm not saying like he got all shoes because right now, you know, Demar, Demarcus Rose, Demar, Demarcus Rosen, he, um, Demar Rosen, he has actually what tons of Kobe's, but that's not that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the shoe god himself. And yes, in straight shoe god hype beast fashion, PJ Tucker have a quarter million dollar pair of. Um, Air Jordan 1, the one that you see right here. Now, when you take a look at it, outside of the immense amount of um, immense amount of diamonds in the check on the, for the swoosh, you can clearly see that, you know, he has a little uh, reptile-type uh, covering over the entire shoe, whether it is snakeskin. It looks like snakeskin. I would have to say that it's snakeskin, if, I, if I'm a guessing man myself. This is one of, it's a very expensive shoe. Now, worth a quarter of a million dollars. Now, mind you, of course, he's actually, um, he's actually, you know, had shoes worth that much that he actually played in. But this shoe was actually done by the shoe surgeon himself, you know, Jason of Beverly Hill. And he actually had the diamonds put on there, the Jason of Beverly Hills diamonds that was actually put on for that swoosh. So, this one here, I would have to say, is one of those grail shoes that you would never see. So, guaranteed, this will not be on my last 200. That's a quarter of a million dollar shoe. PJ Tucker, you are, in hype. you are a hype beast of hype beast proportion. Good job. Next, I'm going to jump into the next segment, kicking it. All right, this is this segment kicking it. We like to talk about some of the news that's taking place, whether it's financial or otherwise, and we're going to go ahead and jump right into that. Adidas has sold Reebok. Yes, the the one time, the one time uh, shoe giant Reebok, you know, is now actually you know holding on to his last thread and remembrance of yesteryear. Of course, you haven't seen any new uh, Reebok signature shoes come out due to the fact that they haven't been releasing new Reebok signature shoes. They have been holding on to the last, to the Iversons, the Shaq Gnosis, and other uh, famous ones that we liked, like Kamikaze, that has been holding on for Reebok for a little bit of time. But now Adidas is selling Reebok for $2.5 billion to the authentic brand group. What does this mean for Reebok? What does this mean for the future of Reebok? Now, at one point, I did go ahead and uh, report that there was some investors looking into Reebok that was going to help build the future and bring the future back to where it was prominent, where Reebok was uh, a staple in the black community. Now, the people I was speaking of was Percy Miller himself, yep, Master P, and of course, you know, um, LA, LA's own Baron Davis. They were both looking at, you know, going into it and purchasing Reebok. Um, that didn't work out. So we, I take a look with Authentic Brands Group purchasing Reebok. What direction do we go now? Or is it gonna is it gonna be something where they're gonna be able to give back into the black community in which they're willing to look to pull money out of? Or is it gonna be something where Reebok fades into into Something of yesteryear where I tell my where I'm gonna be telling my son about it when he grows up. Like there's one time, the place in the time where we had Reebok classics. The like, Reebok classics, yes. And he wouldn't even know what a Reebok is or a Weebok for that matter. If you have kids, you already know what Weebok is. So 
I'm hoping that this is a brighter day for Reebok and this is not the end of Reebok. But I also am glad that they're out of a, under Adidas dump because Adidas just didn't know what to do with them. They're kind of wishy-washy in the direction that they're going with themselves. So I, they just really didn't know what to do with um, Reebok. So I'm glad it's out of their hands and I'm glad that it is now hopefully getting into the hands of the people. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the rock or flop. Yes, this is going to be the time where I talk about some of the hottest sneakers that has just dropped. And we talk about, will they be a rock or is that sneaker an absolute flop? First off, we're going to have, first off, I, I definitely want to talk about um, the Air Jordan 1s, the Georgetown. Air Jordan 1s, Georgetown. First of all, Air, the Air Jordan 1 tie is it's an amazing shoe in itself. But when you're talking about the Georgetown, these are the colors that um, anybody who grew up in my time and who grew up in the DMV, shout out to the DMV, all right? And, and just in case for the people who don't know the, DM, the DMV is, that's the uh, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, all right? But um, anybody who grew up out there in the DMV, they knew that during the 90s and the 80s, Rockin' Georgetown gear was pretty much a staple of who you were. Now, these Georgetown Air Force Ones brings me back to a simpler time where you could throw in a Georgetown jersey, you know, one of the Hewen jerseys and something like this, and you come out rocking. So definitely, I would have to say, just for the nostalgia alone, it's definitely going to be a rock. But how would you rock it? Now, let me go ahead and break it down. Could be for the fact it does have these uh, colors, the blue and the gray, it does lend itself to being a very um, versatile shoe. This is something that you're going to be able to rock with school coming back. You know, you can always rock it on the first day of school, looking fresh and everything. But also, you can dress it up. Now Jordan 1s are actually considered a dress shoe. You can dress it up, and I can clearly see a beautiful blue suit, nice gray shirt, rock it with a bow tie. And, you know, if you really want to get fancy, throw in a Fendi belt just to make everything pop. And I think that that's a great look for first day. So hands down, the Air Jordan 1's Georgetown, definitely a rock for me and certainly should be a rock for you. The versatility alone should make you fall in love with it. All right. Let's go ahead and jump on to the next one, rock or flop. It's going to be the Yeezy Foam Runner. See, the MX Cream Clay. That just dropped August 2nd. Now, it retail, it's retailing at $80. I don't know if any resellers have got their head on, hands on it, especially with uh, Ye going absolutely crazy, renting out stadium after stadium, making $7 million on merchandise alone. And still, we haven't gotten Donda. But we got the Yeezy Foam Runners. So with the Yeezy Foam Runners, I have to ask, rock or flop? For me, it's an absolute flop. I've been trying. I've been trying. And don't get me wrong. I've tried them on. I've tried to see how they would look on me. They feel absolutely comfortable. Probably one of the more comfortable uh, style of shoes like that. And not to not to knock Crocs or anything. Crocs are just absolutely phenomenal when you're looking at comfort. But the, uh, the foam runners are much more comfortable than they are. But I just can't get past the way they look. It's hard to go ahead and uh, mix and match it with something make it really stand out is just it's just not one of those that I sit around and think to myself like definitely that's 
that's going to be it. And so, but it retailing at $80, I don't see myself ever, you know, sliding one of those on and, you know, rocking them. I, I guess I'm not that big of a Yeezy head, you know. I apologize to the world. I just don't see myself doing those. So for me, it's going to be a flop. All right, let's go ahead and jump on. The Fragment Design Travis Scott Air Jordan 1 Low OG collaboration. We've all been waiting for it. And on August 13th, I know a lot of you, including myself, was up early putting their bids in on the sneakers, on the sneaker app, hoping that you was going to be able to get it for the 150 Now, with over 3 million fraudulent bids that were placed, there was no chance that you got it, and I didn't get it either. So we all caught a big L. But here's the here's great thing about it. These shoes are, right now, I would have to say one of Travis Scott's best shoes that he put together. The, the, the color scheme alone with the... Uh, with the cream swoosh, it kind of it, it kind of brings it where it's, it it brings a little bit of modesty to the fact that it is a fragment shoe and it's it's a high beat modesty to it. It's it's one of those where you can dress down with it, you can dress it up, but the Jordan ones do have that style about it where you can actually utilize it either dress up or dress down with it. So with those on a whole, I have to tell you. I'm going to have to say, for me, it's a rock. And I'm not saying that because I'm a huge fan of Jordan 1. I'm saying that because I love the colorway. I love the black, blue, and cream mixture and the way it goes together. I can clearly see those wearing those with a nice little uh, plaid blue shirt and uh, uh, cream, some cream slacks. I can clearly see myself pulling those off or cream joggers with the blue plaid. That way you give it kind of that uh, that old school uh, old school L.A. gangster feel, but still you have some sort of uh, put togetherness and dressing up about it. So I, I, I definitely do like that. You know, I'm going to go ahead and jump over to the next one. The Nike Dunk High First Use. This one dropped on the 10th of August, retailed at 120 I like this because of the colorway. I like, the, I like the, how it has white and the green going back and forth, and the outline on the green, on the uh, swoosh on the other side, it's kind of like there's a lot of colors popping with it. This is something, though, when I look at the laces and I look at everything about the shoe, I'm not in love with the shoe. I like the shoe. I'm not going to lie to you. I definitely do like the shoe, but I'm not in love with it. Let me go ahead and break down why I'm not in love with it. I'm not in love with the shoe due to the simple fact of one thing and one thing only. That shoe in particular has a, a bigger heel on it. So I can see me, I wear 11 and a half, 12, with a bigger heel that's going to stick out. So it, it, you, you tend to limit yourself on what you can wear. With. So I can clearly see that, you know, some jeans, some ripped jeans, cut off jeans, you know, saying a nice little white hoodie, nice white hoodie, as well as you throw on a, a sports jacket with that. It gives it that casual look that you're looking for, but it, it still gives you... Uh, a little bit of dressiness to it. But I wouldn't say that that's going to be my first choice for a dunk to even go to. Not, and I'm not even talking about some of the dunks that's been released recently. That's not going to be my first choice to go to. So hands down on that thought process, I would have to consider it a flop. So if I'm going to go with my last 200 and where am I spending my last 200 on, I would have to say that last 200, drum roll please, 
That last 200 is going to go to the Travis Scotts. I would have to, uh, I, hands down, those Travis Scotts are plain. I love that colorway. I love the fact of the versatility. Don't get me wrong. I dig the versatility in the, um, the Georgetown, but the Travis Scotts can do so much more and take it so much further with it. If, if, if you're talking about even just linen suits alone, you can take it so much further. There's so much more style you could do. So for my last 200, I would definitely do that. Take the extra 50. And that's if I had got it retail, which I doubt I'm going to ever get it retail ever again. But I guess, I guess with the last 200, I might find a nice reseller that's only willing to grab a $50 profit. But that's the last 200. <laughs> and I definitely want to thank you for being here and sticking around with me. This has been an episode of Less Kicking. So let's just go ahead and reveal. We got a couple of shoes that has just recently dropped. The Georgetown, the Georgetown ones, the Yeezy Foam Runners, MX Cream City. Of course, you're going to talk about your Travis Scott's, it, um, the Jordan 1 Lowe's, the OG, and, uh, and your Nike Dunk High First Use. All of them just recently dropped, so they should be out now, except for the Travis Scott's, where it's going to be hard to find. So find a reseller, buy for 600 and be happy. My name is Coach Drew. This has been Let's Kick It. I want you to go ahead and subscribe to Ball Court. Go to CWN Sports. This way you can lock us in. Make sure you are saving CWN Sports to your browser. Save it, bookmark it, put it in your favorites. Do what you have to do. Make sure that you're getting your notifications too because every time I, you hear that ding, that means Coach Drew did his thing. Check out Ball Court. We have a lot of the hot news coming up as well as we have a lot of cool things that we could talk about that's going to build your thought process to make sure that you're going to be a better basketball player and just a better person all around. That's what we do here, cwnsports.com. That is the website you need to go to. Save it right now. And when you get there, check out Coach Drew. You check out Ball Court. Check out Let's Kick It. Most of all, check out my articles. And check out a couple of the other articles as well. There's some really cool things. If you're in love with sports, CWN Sports should be your home to go to. I'm Cole Drew. Thank you for just hanging with me here at Let's Kick It. You had yourself a great one. And yes, I'm wearing my Tuna Squad shirt. But guess what? Yep, it's Jordan. Have a great one. I'll see y'all next time right here on Let's Kick It. This is a CWN Sports Network presentation.